This is the Advanced Selling Podcast. The aim of this podcast is to help business sales teams grow their business with modern strategies and philosophies. Now, your hosts, Bill Kasky and Brian Neal. Welcome to the Advanced Selling Podcast, the official podcast of Barbados salespeople. My name is Brian Neal. Like Bill Kasky, that's yeah. funny. You went to Barbados, didn't you? <laughs> Not, listened, not recently, come to think of it. If you've last, listened to the last 19 podcasts, you probably know by now that Bill went to Barbados. No, we're kidding. Um, we're here every week. Tension is to help salespeople, sales uh, managers, those sorts of people be more efficient and more effective in their selling life. And today, we're you're laughing already. We're going to give you a little uh, insight into our lives, what mm-hmm. has sort of made us, informed us, and shaped us. And we're doing a tribute to our coaches. We were both athletes. You're a much better athlete than I was. Mm -hmm. I never played college, intercollegiate, anything. Mm -hmm. And me being a Big Ten football official, I'm still highly involved in refereeing and sports at a very high level. And so we talked, you know, coaches are very influential to us, oftentimes as young men and women. And oftentimes the lessons coaches teach us, we take into our adult life and apply them. And I just went to a retirement coach, a retirement party for one of my all-time best mentor coaches, a gentleman named Mark Anderson, who's a phenomenal, phenomenal high school football coach and strength coach. Mm. He's won world champions, national champions, state champions, and all sorts of sports from powerlifting, wrestling, football. And I thought, would it be fun for if we shared a little bit about our backgrounds and what we've learned from coaches that we still apply today as adults, it would be good for our listeners mm-hmm. to hear. All right? Mm-hmm. So we're going to highlight a couple of things that, that uh, motivational, perhaps, or, or ways to be. And so these are the things we'll share with you. And I'll give you a couple of resources to go find a couple of things that I'm going to talk about. And maybe highlight the coaches that it came yeah, from. I think yeah. it's kind of a celebration of people that develop young people, teachers, coaches, mentors, that sort of thing. And aren't we all coaches, whether we some, coach athletics or, or have kids? I mean, yeah, we're all yeah, no uh, in that role. No doubt. And, and things that I think what I found at Coach Anderson's retirement party was that too often you don't get the chance to go tell someone thank you and let them know the impact they had on your life. And I also think teachers and coaches sometimes don't realize how impactful they are until they go back and hear it and like, man, I had no idea how much influence and impact I was having on someone's yeah. life. It's really interesting. Yeah, it's good. So, well, you want to start? Go ahead. Yeah, sure. I want to start. This is first, and this is a speech. I'd encourage you to Google this. It's a football coach's speech. Let's see. The uh, It was an old Illinois coach named Ray Elliott from along from back in the 30s and 40s, I think. And he gave a – it's about a 28-minute YouTube video, but it's really worth going to. And it's from the that era where the, the recording's kind of choppy, but you got to listen to it. And we called it the proper state of mind. And my coach, Mark Anderson, um, and he said this, and it was amazing. People stood up and actually recited it, were required to memorize this poem that Coach Elliott uses in his speech called The Proper State of Mind. And it's a poem written by a guy named Walter Wintle, W-I-N-T-L-E, called A Proper State of Mind. It's a very good poem. We'll have Jill put it up on the website, right. but I'll just read a couple of experts here. If you think you're beaten, you are. If you think you dare not, you won't. If you'd like to win but think you can't, it's almost a sense you, you won't. won't. Yeah. yeah. If you think you'll lose, you're lost. For out in the world, you'll find success begins with, with a fellow's mill, will. It's all a state of mind. Mm-hmm. And so he was the first one to introduce me to what we call the inner game mm-hmm. and how impactful it is. And when you hear Ray Elliott's speech, he talks a lot about the mental side of football and then how that translates into behavior and results in the field. Mm-hmm. But it all starts with the mindset. Mm-hmm. So I'm very That's thankful great. for Coach Anderson for sharing that with me. And, and am- amazing after a 38 or 35-year teaching career, how many people, every one of his students that he taught in class and every athlete was happy. Had to memorize that and was tested on that yeah, poem. Wow. Ma- imagine the weight that that caused for right. a positive way for people. And at that age, you remember that for the rest of your life. Yes, you really. ask me to remember a poem now, I might complete the assignment, but a yep. week from now. But yeah. at that age where kids are really 
sponges. That's yeah. a great Yeah. So, great so Google YouTube, Google Ray Elliott's proper state of mind speech. Listen to it a few times. It's a really good motivational type speech, but really gets you centered around your mindset. Mm-hmm. It's very, very good. It's good. My first one is uh, I'm, I've got three, actually, three different people who have taught me something. One I've never met. How about that? Oh, that's interesting. Uh, yeah, one, one is Terry Daniel. And, you know, we've had Terry Daniel on the podcast yeah. once. We need to get him back on again. And Terry does some uh, coaching here in Indianapolis. And it's not sales coaching. It's really more mental and, and uh, psychological coaching. I used to see him a lot back in uh, 5, 10, 12 years ago. And he taught me something. And I know he didn't come up with this, but it's kind of the the theory of who are you not to be the best you can be? Who are you not to excel? Because I have sometimes deep inside these inner recesses of my mind this idea of, well, you know what, somebody else can do that. Or is our stuff really that good? Or is our podcast really all that effective? And he looked me in the eye one day and pointed at me. He said, who are you to judge whether you are the one to do this or not? You should do Mm. it and let the world judge. Mm. And that always stuck with me, the who are you not to do your best and to invent something or to innovate. Yeah. And I think sometimes we get hung up in that, well, you know, do I really have an image? Who am I to do? I mean, come on. I'm, I'm just a guy. Right. Yeah. Very good. I and never heard that story. I think that applies to virtually anything you do. Absolutely. Who are you not to? Yeah. You think of a salesperson as, you know, that's a, who are you not to be number one? Like, yeah. well, such and such is always number one. They've got a better territory than I am. And da, 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 da. who are you not to do that? Who are you not to get try to get promoted to VP of sales or whatever that is? Yep. Like the Susan Boyle, you know, the opera singer uh-huh. who was on basically America's right, Got right. Talent in Britain. Britain's Got Talent, what they call it over there. They and, call uh, it America's Got they, Talent in Britain. <laughs> they do. They call it America's Got just a little bit of talent, not <laughs> as much as we do. Yeah, there's one, right? Yeah. She was just in some small town, a little church choir person. Next thing you know, she's God's gift to the singing world. It's really mm-hmm. interesting. But the story is that a lot of people for a lot of years said, you you need to do better than exactly. this. Exactly. And she didn't. She didn't. She said, no, no, and no. I think somebody actually sent in her tape to... Britain's Got Talent. I don't think she actually did it. She was humble and had, had that kind of Yeah, yeah. Who am, who am I? Yeah. Very, very good. All right. Okay. I've got one. Uh, and mine all come from my coach, Mark Anderson. Just because well, I came, it's kind of in. Yeah. Uh, I got no problem with that. You okay with ahead. that? No, yeah, he's good. Okay. The seven P's of performance, which I know you've heard of these before. These are good things to put up on a wall or a desk or something like that. Although there's a little cuss word in here. But prior, proper, preparation prevents piss, poor performance. Mm-hmm. Prior, Proper preparation prevents piss poor performance. And I like to break those sayings down prior, meaning before you go and start. And I went back to some old things that I had had from when I played for Coach Anderson. The the level of thoroughness that he prepared us for from a football standpoint as I, and I went back, I've got these scrapbooks where I've got them on these mimeograph sheets, you know, the oh, printing yeah, sheets, yeah. you just bring them out and smell them. You the ditto contact machines. buzz, uh-huh. the ditto machines print on that with purple ink. I mean, the level of detail that he went into from a scouting standpoint to knowing who's doing what and what's doing what from our opponent, I never realized how in-depth he got Mm -hmm. and how well-prepared we were. And then it's got to be proper preparation. So this is – you've heard the perfect practice makes perfect, Mm -hmm. right? Perfect practice. So practice doesn't make perfect, but perfect practice does. So it's got to be the right type of preparation. You know what I mean? And then that, to me, while it doesn't eliminate it, it certainly reduces the odds that you're going to perform at a poor level. Mm -hmm. And when I think about the sales application here, how often do salespeople not prepare for the right things, right? They get their stuff together. That's not preparing. Preparing to me is – What's my intent when I'm going into this call? If I go this direction, where will I take it? Am I centered? Is my intent square? Do I believe in abundance? My intent? It's all it's all those sorts of things. Mm-hmm. Not the oh, I've got all my slide decks got yet. right, right. All 48 slides are ready to go for the presentation. It's not that at all. 
It's more about the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. My second lesson and probably final one here is Napoleon Hill, who has written a lot of self-help stuff. He wrote the book called Think and Grow Rich. He did. And he's written a lot of things that just now are starting to come out. He, he wrote a book called The Universal Laws of Success. And he has a thing that he talks about there. In fact, I shared it with my daughter the other day. It has to do with definiteness of purpose mm-hmm. and how most of us tend to drift through life. And most of us who drift, it's probably because we don't have a defined purpose that we're pursuing. Mm-hmm. Back to the P's, defined purpose we're pursuing. So, And that really hit me because I think whenever I'm off track in life and uh, whenever our business is slightly off track, I think it gets back a lot of times to not being definitive about why do we exist, yeah. what do we want to accomplish. And if you have more than three or four goals, then sometimes you can get a little bit off track and, and uh, distracted and a little bit chaotic. But definiteness of purpose is something that I've always tried to live by, fall short a lot. But uh, that's something that I learned from a guy that I never met, but I think he's really a brilliant writer, Napoleon Hill. And you can uh, He wrote a, a book that uh, just came out recently. It just revealed, supposedly, I don't know if that's a whole marketing ploy, but I bought into <laughs> it if it was. Good. It was a conversation with the devil. Ooh, and he'd had trouble all the way through his life too. He was he was out interviewing successful people and writing about what made him successful. But he has this book called Out. I think it's called Outwitting the Devil or Conversation with the Devil. Yeah, and it was a conversation he had apparently with the devil, where the devil told him how he, the devil, worked to distract people. Interesting. And it was from the devil's perspective about what he knows about people and human nature and what he knows about distraction and and drifters and all those kinds of things. It was really interesting. Interesting. Yeah. If you've never read Napoleon Hill, strong suggestion. You go look him up and get some stuff. Last one here. And this, I'm going to just tweak this a little bit. I'm not going to tweak this saying. However, I'm going to tweak the application. I have uh, several clients right now and I'm I'm getting a little kind of bent out of shape about that. This, um, if you aren't comfortable or not happy with your circumstance, then you need to go change it. Mm-hmm. And I, I am amazed at how long people will stay in a negative circumstance for themselves and outwardly spread negativity about that circumstance and not do anything not about changed. it and blame others. It's really, really uh, it's a struggle for me. The saying, which doesn't directly apply but kind of has the same, it's about detachment. It's about relaxing about what's going on with you and worrying about what you can control. Mm-hmm. And our coach, we used to ask him questions. This is a great thing for, for, for parents with young kids. And the saying is this, I'll tell you what you need to know when you need to know it. Mm-hmm. So many people are demanding information from their employer like, when are we doing this? And when am I getting promoted? And when am I going to get my bonus? And when am I going to get my raise? And when am I going to get my new territory? And, da, 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 da. and all of that is repelling that to me that that's not an inspiring way to be. It's not attractive. People don't like that. It puts pressure on people. So just relax. Relax about what's going on. If you don't like your circumstance, see the abundance in the world to go out and change it. Mm-hmm. And so think about that. I'll tell you what you need to know when you need to know, need, need to know it. It's a phenomenal phrase for young parents. And yeah, that's kids. good. That's very good. Very good. All I right. hope I hope that's helped get to know us a little bit and some of the things that we read and believe in. And I think we're all products of our coaches and our teachers and our culture and our parents. And sometimes it helps to reflect a little bit and say, why do I have the beliefs that I have about business or life or money or whatever? And yeah. probably it's because someone took the time early in your life to give you some lessons that may not have come out in a one, two, three kind of way. They did it through their actions and their experience. Yeah. We'd love for you to go to the LinkedIn group. We got the advanced selling podcast LinkedIn group. Go there. And if you got a story to share about Absolutely. your coach or a teacher or mentor, it'd be interesting thing Absolutely. To, to hear from you. Yeah. See you next time. Okay. Bye. bye. This has been the advanced selling podcast presented by Kasky Achievement Strategies, Indianapolis. 
Join us each time we record a new podcast by going to BillKasky.com or to iTunes.